Welcome to the Good Improv Show. It's happening on gradio.ca. Which, as you all know, we've said before, but let's say it again. It's Edmonton's best local station. That's right. You can download the G Radio app and hear all sorts of local uh, content and programming. And right now, uh, if you're joining us on Facebook, welcome. You are watching us uh, making up some comedy sketches live for you right now with just suggestions that were sent in by our copious amount of uh, rabid fans over various social media outlets. I can't help but think that the fact that we told our fans to resist taking any rabies treatment is the reason they're rabid. I've just been thinking that lately. What are some of our words today? What are some of our, uh, of our suggestions? I do want to thank everyone who sent a suggestion in. We really do appreciate it. Um, we've got a lot to choose from, but we'll just pick from the top of the list here. The first one we have is from Mike Walliger. Hope I'm pronouncing that right. And the suggestion is Bigfoot. Awesome. So we got from Dave first and Al, Zoom. Mm. We got from Neil Ruddy, the word turtles. Perfect. All right. Well, those all came from Facebook. So thanks for sending those in. Let's do some sketches. <laughs> Thank you for uh, coming in, gentlemen. Uh, you want uh, to be in the cryptozoology society. And you claim you have a picture of the legendary Bigfoot. Uh, now, I've been looking uh, at this picture that you've sent in, and um, I have some concerns. Um, I'm just going to come out and say it. Oh? This looks a lot like one of you just put some shoeboxes on your feet and a fur coat, and we're just tramping around in what I assume is like the woods in the park by your house. This is clearly, I, I can even see playground equipment in the background. Uh, there's a, a car that's clearly going by in the distance. So you can see through the trees there. Um, I, I even see your face smiling as you're, you're waving at the camera in some of these shots. So I'm concerned that these are not authentic Sasquatch photos. Wow. Well, perhaps you would then would care to examine our photos of the Loch Ness Monster, which we have right here, might I add? Okay. That's right. We came prepared for you to reject the Bigfoot photos. Right. Okay. Um, all right. Just a few observations off the bat here. Uh, I see the water. Uh, I see, I assume that this, this bump here and this bit sticking out is the Loch Ness Monster. Correct. These are 100% accurate pictures of the Loch Ness Monster, which we oh, obtained. Okay. Irrefutable proof. First question I have. Um, these appear to be taken in the fountain at City Hall. In fact, I see not only City Hall in the background, but I, I see the, uh, the, uh, the fountain part is just, just starting to go off there. Uh, for their, there's even a, a child splashing in the pool in the background of this. I, I think that can all probably be attributed to climate change at Loch yeah, Ness. Just like, okay. yeah, same with the Bigfoot thing. I think that's clearly climate change in both of those. The building of a city hall? is but Fine, 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 change? fine, fine. If okay. you're not prepared for the Loch Ness monster stuff, 
we've brought a third set of photographs that I think you're going to be very impressed with. Okay, all right. Here is the, the photos we have of the abominable snowman. Now, bear in mind, this may look a little like me wearing the same clothes I'm wearing now and shivering a bit, but that is what the abominable snowman looks like. And these photos were very hard to get. We had to risk our lives in order to get them. Yes, we did. Uh, first thing I'd like to observe, uh, just I can't help but notice. I, I'm, I'm, I've always been very observant. Uh, there's no snow in any of these photos. Climate. Uh, the climate, again. Climate. It's, just, it's a shame what they've done okay. to his environment. Okay. Bigfoot's got to wear right. Kleenex boxes because his swamp is all dried up. He doesn't like to walk in the dry swamp. But he still maintains a great spirit there where he's waving at the camera, all happy and stuff. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. A city hall popping up and a fountain, you know, disturbing the climate of the Loch Ness monster. It is, it is indeed a tragedy. Uh, this I've noticed though, um, there are no mountains in this. This doesn't look like mountainous terrain. This, this looks very flat. This looks like, uh, just, I, I've seen land like this five minutes outside of the city boundaries. This is, I mean, there's, there's even, there's, there's a barbed wire fence in the background. I, I think I see some cows. Well, it's a rich ecosystem in which the abominable snowman lives, to be sure. Okay. Gentlemen, I know you really want to get into the crypto-zeological society. I can't blame you. It's a very popular society. We have literally 12 members already. And we've, you know, we've been a society for the past 30 years. So that's, uh, that's Sorry, sorry, excuse me. I am just going to take a FaceTime call now. Very unusual, but all right. Oh, I, I just got sent this photograph of uh, the the famed Ogopogo from one of our remote stations. Uh, I can show it to you on my phone now, as it's on my phone from when I took the FaceTime call. That's quite something. Let me see that. There you are. Okay, so I assume what you wanted to do was uh, take a picture of yourself and try to pass it off as Ogopogo. What? Uh, but you didn't push the turn camera around button? This is actually a photo of me sitting at my desk just now waiting for you to be your FaceTime call. I, I guess I can see somewhat of a resemblance between you and the monster, but I, I wouldn't... I'm still holding a picture of the abominable snowman that you handed me before. Uh, this is This is me. This is my desk. This is... This is the, the, the Cryptozoological Society flag behind me, is behind me in this photo. You just took this of me just now. Well, I'd like to argue that I think it's entirely possible that Ogopogo's environment has changed due to the climate, and now his environment looks a lot like your office. That's right. You should be flattered, if anything, that the famed Ogopogo has chosen your office to remodel his environment after. Here, here's your phone back. Here's your phone thank back. You, thank you. Gentlemen, I, I know you want to be uh, members of our cryptozoological society, but I'm afraid it's going to be a pass from me. I, I just can't, in all good conscience, invite people in who are just blatantly faking photos with this level of, of incompetence. I, I'm, gonna, I'm sorry uh, that I was so harsh there, but uh, it is what it is. You know? I mean, we want authentic proof of 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 uh the monsters of creatures like this this photo of this jackalope for example i mean 
I, yeah, it's probably just a taxidermied rabbit with horns on it, but at least the person took time to taxidermy a rabbit and put it in an environment that makes it look like it's a jackalope, where a jackalope would live. He didn't just take a picture of his dog and try to bring it in here, you know? Then you won't want to see our photos that we have of the hellhounds, then, I suppose. Guess I'll just tear those up. Yeah, may as well. All that proof just thrown away. I'm very sorry, gentlemen. Uh, if you have any authentic photos of authentic creatures, please bring them in. I will look at them again. But uh, but yeah, based on this, uh, I'm afraid I'm afraid it's it's going to be a no. This is pathetic. This is why people to this day continue to believe that these creatures are a myth, because folks like us come in here with hard, concrete evidence of their existence, and you just completely dismiss it. We'll get in one day. A good day. I have to make a phone call. Right? Let's leave. Yeah, let's leave. Yeah, they just left. Yeah, I know. No, the photos were amazing. Yeah, no, no, I turned them down. Don't worry. Fellow hares, I had that race against that idiot turtle today. Oh, yeah? Yeah, and he'd been talking trash the whole time about how, oh, you know, slow and steady and doo-doo-doo and, like, making that bumbling noise, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, so how, how, how bad you beat him, huh? How, how much did you win by? Well, that's that's why I actually. How much did you win by? Huh? Yeah, you like. I wanted to get out ahead of this before you guys read tomorrow's paper or talk to literally any other creature in the forest. Uh, I thought I'd. Uh... You know, like you must have beat him by at least twenty minutes. Yeah, you probably shattered the speed record. Yeah. Well, you, you know, at first, at first, at at the starting land, it was just bam! I'm out of there, fucking shot out like a rocket. Yeah, that's how oh, you yeah. do a race. Fast yeah. Fast as shit. You don't go slow, you go quick. But I I guess maybe uh I guess maybe a couple of miles into the race and I like looked back at the starting line of the, the the tortoise had moved like literally one inch. He'd moved one inch, guys, okay? Yeah. Uh they're He's so slow, tortoise. yeah. Yeah. So I thought, you know, I could take a nap here. I was a little tired. Because I'd been up the night before partying and drinking right, and being right. like, Yeah, I'm gonna win this race. Like this is nothing. So I was like, you know, I'll take a quick nap. In the middle of a race, hair, you decided so. to take a nap? Quick nap. Just a quick nap. Yeah, fast nap. Yeah. Quick 20 minutes. Okay. All right. Okay. Anyway, so you took your nap and you woke up and you finished the race. And so, well, like, how badly did you beat this tortoise? I mean. Well, remember I took the nap here. Let's, let's just keep that in mind as the story carries on. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, I, I, I wouldn't have done that. But I mean, yeah, whatever. You, you, you set an alarm of some kind to wake you up. Right, clearly you didn't just nap, assuming you'd wake up at them. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. You know how sometimes you go down for a quick twenty. You go down for a quick twenty minutes, and you're maybe a little tired than you thought. So yeah. twenty minutes turns into maybe two and a half to three hours, sort of thing. You guys know how that that happens. Okay, but you didn't let that happen because you set an alarm, right? You had that. You I gave you that watch. Remember, you could set an alarm on it. Well, I did wake up to the sound of a loud noise. That much is true. But it was the sound of the crowd, like, really cheering and being like, yeah, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. This is amazing. I never thought I would see this. And at first I thought, oh, I, I, I'm so far ahead. The crowd was, like, pre-cheering for when I was to arrive at the finish line. They just wanted to really be able to give me a good ovation when I got there. So they were, like, practicing and getting ready. That was nice of them. Right, right. Well, that's what I thought was happening. So I, uh... I kind of slowly walked towards the finish line. 
Wait, you slowly walk towards the finish line? I would have just... Well, why waste my energy, right? I'm so far ahead. I, I got within sight of the finish line, and much to my surprise, the crowd wasn't just practicing cheering, they were cheering for real. They were really cheering, like, wow, yeah, this is amazing! And it sustained itself that whole time. Oh, wow. Oh, for you. Wow, they must have really you. liked you. Yeah. Well, when you're that far ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, Everybody I mean, fans of hairs. So far ahead, you slept. Didn't like how long did you sleep for? Like like half an hour? About three hours, I guess, all told. Three hours, and you were still that far ahead. Holy cow! Well, here's what happened. Okay, I got in distance of the finish line. I saw what I thought was just something green on the ground. I didn't know what it was. Maybe a leaf that had fallen or something. I, I ran towards the finish line. The tortoise had... Well, he, he... He, I guess, had somehow cheated or used a teleporter beam of some kind to warp himself to the finish line, where, uh... Yeah. What? A teleporter beam that took three hours? It must have been. Had to have been. Had to have been. Or it was a twin of his that was planted at the finish line beforehand so that... Uh, Okay, all right. Are you telling us, you the hare, telling us that the tortoise won this race? Is that what you're, is that what you're trying to say? I guess that uh, the tortoise may have won the race, yes. You couldn't have taken the nap after the race was done? Or set an alarm or something? You just don't understand how far ahead I was at this point. The turtle had moved one inch. One inch. You know what, buddy? You know what? You know what? You know what? It's okay. It's okay. Because you know what? Who cares about a stupid race anyway? Right? Uh, I mean, who well, cares yeah, see about, about a stupid that. race anyway? That's the, moral, that's the moral of this story. Sour grapes. That's the moral of this story that I'm taking away. Who cares? That's not what I'm hearing, honestly. That's not what I'm hearing around the forest. I, that's what I think people are going to be taking that away. People are going to be reading. If people read this story, they're going to go, well, you know what? That hare didn't need to prove himself anyway. He's better off. That's what I, I think people are going to be taking away with, uh, from this. If you had I, to put a moral on it, that's what I would take. I heard this one hare. This is absolute legend. Total chad of a hare. And he bet all his carrots on this race against a shark, you know? And then he raced real fast, and uh, he decided to take a nap during the race, and he lost all his carrots because the shark won the race. Except that didn't actually happen because the rabbit finished the race okay, and then took I, a nap afterwards like any other hare would have done. As a, as a smart rabbit, I mean, admittedly, that's a smart thing to do. A lot of the animals in the forest say that a turtle can beat any rabbit at any time. So now we're not even cool anymore. You know what? You know what? You know what? Uh, you know what? Um, maybe the moral to take away from this is that uh, you you uh, you tried to force yourself to run, uh, but then you persuaded yourself to take a nap, which made you more restful and more alert to face other challenges further down the road. So persuasion is better than force. Maybe that's the moral we can take away from this, huh? 
A slug challenged me to a race earlier today. I turned that down. I don't think you can handle it, man. Yeah, I, I turned it down. I just, I was rattled, you know? I know that if I didn't take the nap, I would have won, but still, something inside me said, do not accept this race. It's bad enough you lost to the tortoise. What are they going to do to you if you lose to a slug? Is it possible that the tortoise put some sort of sedative in your food? So you ate it and you got real sleepy, like mid-race, and you overslept because of, of the sedatives? I kind of thought that might be the case, but no, I was drinking pretty heavily on an empty stomach last night, so I don't think that's the case. Okay, always drink on a full stomach. Maybe that's the moral we can take away from this. Maybe that's what people will say. Yeah. Yeah, maybe we can make, make that stick. Uh <sighs> oh yeah alright thanks Oh, for sorry God's this, sake. Uh, paper don't look changed. at that don't read that do not look at that the photograph is not okay oh wow you really bolting huh yeah I'm... like there's the turtle just sauntering across the finish line and you're just Jordan look at this look at that I see like, he's it, just, it he's makes just, me just, sick he's just, you look at the expression on your face there's a look of terror on my face, like, oh my god, what is happening? I, I know the photo you're talking about. Slow and steady wins the race? That's what they're going with? That's a stupid moral. I mean, slow and steady doesn't win the race. Speed used to win the Speed race. Speed wins the race, and not taking a nap in the middle. That, that wins the race. I can't help but feel I've damaged the credibility of hairs everywhere, and for that I am sorry. I wouldn't worry about it, man. I mean, you know... A hundred years from now, who's even going to remember this story? I have the proof that you hired me to find. I've been doing private detective work for a lot of years, and you asked me to find out if your wife is having an affair. Yeah. And I have concluded that your wife, unfortunately, my friend, has been cheating on you. What? With the mythical creature, Bigfoot. Now, I tried to take pictures as best I could. As you'll see in this picture, the creature's kind of turned away from the camera, sort of walking away. It's not really super clear. And then I found a bunch of hair inside your wife's bed, and I thought, maybe this is just from a dog that's been rolling around. I took it to the lab, and the hair didn't match any known dog in the databanks. Did you match it against any other animals or just against dogs? That's the most common household animal. Either you had a dog rolling around your, in your bed or your wife was sleeping with Bigfoot. And then I found a large shoe in your house, a size 13. Okay. Is, is that all the evidence that you want to present here? It's all the evidence I think you need. I think you, you, know, you might as well go confront her. Oh, hey, uh, uh, Mr. Moser. Yeah, sorry to disturb you. Uh, it's uh, Jake the pool guy. Uh, hey, Jake, yeah, normally I doing? deal with your wife. Uh, yeah, this is Jake here, great yeah. pool guy, one of the best. Hey, yeah, yeah. Uh, is your wife home, by the way? You know, it's, it's not important. It's not important. I'm done. Uh, I'm done uh, changing the filter in your hot tub, and uh, I got uh, the pool all cleaned up for you. Okay. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, you're good to go. You're good to go there. Yeah, great. you're good to go. Oh, uh, hey, <laughs> really funny story. I noticed you have my shoes here. Yeah, I left them. Uh, I left them here last time I came to clean your pool. Uh, your wife invited me inside. Uh, you know, give me a give me a lemonade. It was it was really sure. hot out there. Yeah, she's really so generous. I came in just for the lemonade. It's all I it's all I all I took. All I took was the lemonade. Hey, uh, you, let your wife know. Uh, let your wife know uh, uh, that uh, I'm good to come by and look at the pool uh, on uh, Tuesday afternoon. 
when you're at work. Totally good to do that. Super. Okay? If you let that her know that for me, that'd be that'd be great. Perfect, perfect. That's actually my day to go play racquetball. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, Bill, see you later, man. Perfect. So, thanks, thanks, Jake. For, uh, look, looking after my shoes for me. Thanks, right. Jake. Appreciate that. Yeah. Oh man, oh. that Jake's a hell of a fella. He seems like a heck of a fella. But let's get back to this this monster that's cheating with my wife, though. Well, there's a little bit more to this story, Dan. Now, you hired me to find out if your wife was cheating on you. I found out your wife was cheating on you with Bigfoot. I got some more bad news. Now, I know you only paid me to find out if your wife was cheating on you with the mythical creature Bigfoot, the Sasquatch in this instance. Yes, I was very suspicious that this was Bigfoot from the get-go. There's more than one affair going on here. What? Yep. Your bed was soaking wet with water. Soaking wet. Drenched. I think this is she's maybe banging some sort of creature from a lagoon or something like that. Or maybe a swamp. Could be a swamp thing. She saw that movie there where the woman has sex with the fish man. I bet you it's something like that. I think so. You know, there was sushi in the bed. So it's possible some sort of fish man showed up with a fresh snack from the sea and then slept with your wife. Wow. And probably after Bigfoot did. God, you know... You know, here's the thing, Jordan. I, in a moment of weakness, I thought, what if it's Jake that's doing this? I actually thought what? that. Well, I know, I know. It's a moment of weakness, okay? Obviously, that's the not the case. Oh, boy? Right. I, I, I know. It sounds ridiculous, okay? But I couldn't think of anything else. But then it came to me, you know, Bigfoot. Yes. Better, you better take care. You better, you know, take care of that lady of yours. I've been trying, you know. She said, the pool's dirty, the pool's dirty, the pool's dirty. We need to have a pool boy. He's got to be here every day. We got to have the pool boy. So I get the pool boy in. It costs us no object. You know, I, I've given Jake thousands and thousands of dollars. Do you have that pool boy's number? Get him back in here. Get that pool boy back in here. I think I just put two and two together here. Oh, hey, hey. No, sorry, sorry, Mr. Bozer. Mr. Bozer, hey, sorry. Uh, uh, sorry, one more thing. I was driving away and I uh, realized... Hey, uh, your wife, uh, uh, when she was, you know, she was testing the pool and uh, she uh, she left her bathing suit. Uh, yeah. So I picked it up, had it in my car. Uh, I just thought I'd swing it by and then bring it back. You give that to her. Thanks, Jake. Uh, yeah. That's really smart. You leave it in the car where the sun's beating down on it. It dries out a lot faster. That's really smart. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. I didn't want some kid to come by and take it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Your wife's a good lady. I, I know it, Jake. Hey, Jake. Pool boy. Yeah. Yeah. You know you know a lot about wives, don't you? This guy here, I happen to know that he services the pools of every wife on the neighborhood here. He's he's around around the neighborhood all the time. Oh yeah, it's a busy schedule. I didn't know this, but I think my neighbors might have an indoor pool up in their top floor because I saw him going through a ladder up through the window. So the whole room must be a pool for him to deal with there. It's really impressive. I do uh, I do some, like, roofing on the side, man. I do some roofing, too. So, this you know, guy! Dynamo! Diversify, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you're, you're a real ladies' man, a real dynamo, hey? Doing roofing, doing pools, all this stuff. You know a lot of the wives. Yeah. You know what? I just put two and two together, Jake. And I got something to say to you in front of my friend Dan, who hired me to find out if his wife was cheating on him. I think I know just what you're going to say, Jordan. I think I know just what you're going to say. 
Jake, did you see anything? Did you see Bigfoot around the neighborhood? Did you see some sort of Loch Ness monster or or a creature from the Black Lagoon or one of those fishmen from that uh, movie skulking around here lately? Just when I'm uh, when I'm here, I'm just so into my work, you know, that I just kind of tune everything out. I'm just, you know, like like just, you know, like just moving with it, just just grooving with it, you know? I just I don't leave. I don't leave until my job is completely done. Total pro. At least six or seven times, you know? That's very thorough. Yeah, yeah, I'm uh, I'm hard at work, hard at work. So I, I didn't really notice anyone else skulking around. You know, it's so interesting, too. You know, to me, a layman in pool cleaning, the pool actually looks absolutely filthy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, a good pool looks a little filthy. It's, it's the way the cleanliness is shining off of it. Oh, okay, okay. You know, my wife's thinking about getting a pool. Do you think you could stop by my house and help her choose one? Can I see a, a picture of your wife? Do uh, yeah, have, sure. Have one on? Sure, yeah, I, I got I some in my wallet here. Yeah, yeah, I could stop by look at your pool for you. Yeah, yeah, totally. Okay. I got to focus on solving this philanderer, his wife of his. You know, you're a man who's into your work, and I appreciate that. First consultation's absolutely on the house, just for you and your wife. All right, thanks. Maybe have a look at the roof while you were there, too. You got it, sir. I'll see you guys later. See ya. Oh, man, hell of a guy. Hell of a guy. I, I wish he would have seen something, but you can't really fault him. He's so in tune with his work. I thought he might have had some sort of clue, but I guess not. I guess it's back to the drawing board then, eh? Maybe it's a vampire. We haven't thought any supernatural ways yet. Maybe it's some, some sort of thing like that. We'll crack this. We'll crack this. For those of you listening on gradio.ca right now, this has been the Good Improv Show. You can listen to us every Saturday at 7 o'clock right here on gradio.ca. Edmonton's best local station. If you want to check out past episodes of the Good Improv Show, uh, please go to goodimprov.com. You can also uh, download it as a, a like a podcast format anywhere that fine podcasts are downloaded, like uh, Google Play, uh, iTunes, uh, Spotify. So yeah, check uh, check those out. Just a small correction, though. Good Improv is actually an umpire business that is a rival of ours. Our website is goodimprov.com. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I always confuse those. Though I have listened to several good improv podcasts, and they're they're not bad. Yeah, they dissect famous referee calls through the ages. Real, real in-depth stuff. So a guy called a strike on a pitch in 1972 during the regular season, and they stop it. They break it down. They're like, okay, strike was called here. They call in the experts. They call in a fan in the stand. It's a really great podcast, which is different than a podcast. Thanks for watching, everyone. Have a nice day. <laughs>